Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Tonight I'm talking about the Holy Spirit as the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. You are living here with wisdom. Are you here? Tonight, you know, I just need to explain and let you know what is about to happen. If not, I would have just continued laying hands and will be out of here. But you need to hear and be impacted. Hallelujah. Tonight is a night for wisdom. I said tonight is the night for wisdom. Hallelujah. Are you here? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. How many have heard or you know that God is trapezoid beam? God in three persons, blessed tree. So God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. But the Holy Spirit is seven. Are you here? God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. But the Holy Spirit is seven in one. Are you there? Those, please do my microphone well. Hallelujah. Are you here? So that, that, that is what I need you to understand. That the Holy Spirit that you are here to encounter is in seven different components. Are you here? God is in three, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But when you read the Bible, turn your Bibles with me, if you will. Oh, tonight, may the Holy Spirit come to you as wisdom in the name of Jesus. Turn your Bibles with me to Revelation. I'm trying. It's Revelation in your Bible. Go to Revelation chapter 5. Quickly and we'll be making our way. Are you in Revelation chapter 5? Okay. I'm reading from verse number 1. The Bible says, And I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne, a book. Somebody say a book. book. Written within and on the backside, sealed with seven seals. Are you there? How many seals? And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book and to lose the seals thereof? And no man in heaven nor in earth, neither under the earth, was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. 
4. And I wept. John said, I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. Hallelujah. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to lose the seven seals thereof. Hallelujah. Are you there? Verse number six. Let's read together. One, go. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, that having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. Hallelujah. Listen carefully. Can we read the verse number six again? Let's take it again. One go. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. Hallelujah. Are you here? So the Bible says that the seven horns, and the seven eyes. Horns represent authority. Do you understand? The seven horns of the lamb. And the eyes, the light, the knowledge. The, and the seven eyes, it says, is the seven spirit of the Lord. So the seven authorities of the lamb and the seven lights. Your sight is light. Insight. Knowledge. The seven different knowledge or insight or light. It says that it's the seven spirit. That is why the Holy Spirit is the spirit of Jesus. That is why the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God. Hallelujah. So, the Holy Spirit is the authority, is the power. We always say, we always say that the Holy Spirit is the power of God because it's the seven horns, it's the seven eyes of the Lamb. Hallelujah. Are you here? So, Bible says that the seven horns and the seven eyes, what does it do? Which are the seven spirit of God? Send forth into all the earth. So if you are on earth and you are going to do well, then you will need the seven spirits. Because that is what is in operation here. Hallelujah. The seven spirit, that's what is sent forth. Are you here? So if you don't know anything about the seven spirits, then you are, you are done for. So the Holy Spirit, you know, sometimes we talk about the Holy Spirit, but you need to understand its constituent, its component. 
If you don't know what something is made up of, then you don't know it. Are you here? If you don't know, and then you don't even understand what it is. So many people are very happy to say, oh, I need the Holy Spirit. But even when the Holy Spirit is coming to them, they cannot see. When the Holy Spirit is given to them, they wouldn't even know. Because they don't know the components. They don't know how the Holy Spirit comes. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah, you may want something, but when the thing is being given to you, you may have an idea that this is how we are going to. Like the first time uh, people were waiting for the prophet, they were expecting an old man. They'd be listening to him over and over, but they had not seen him. So they went to the airport to receive him, and they were expecting an old man with gray hair and gray beard. And I mean, at the time, he was very young. So when he came, they asked him, where is the man of God? Yeah, the one we are looking for. Are you here? I'm very sure that many of us, we have heard the Holy Spirit, the power of God is the one you need. But when the Holy Spirit is coming to you, you can avoid. Every morning he comes to you, but you, you, you move away. You move away from the Holy Spirit because he may not come the way you expect or you have not understood that this is one aspect of the Holy Spirit. Are you there? Nobody, when we say somebody has finished matric, what does it mean? When we say this is a, a matric uh, graduate or somebody has finished grade 12, can you finish uh, grade 12 with one subject? At least you must pass seven subjects, or you must do seven subjects. Is that not it? Hello? Yeah. So when we say that somebody is a graduate or he's passed the grade 12, at least you must have passed. Do you understand? So when you do one, so you want to pass matric and you don't want to do any subject. You see, if you do one, you, 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 you are not done. When you pass two, you are not done. There is a minimum required for you to. Are you understanding that? Yeah, so many of us who are praying for the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is coming, you need to be able to identify that this is the Holy Spirit. That is why I'm talking about the Holy Spirit as the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. That is the component that I need all of us. That's where it begins. If you don't get the Holy Spirit as the spirit of wisdom, you, you, I mean, you, you cannot make it. But that is where it begins. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you here? So I need you to understand. With the, and the Bible says in the Old Testament, before we even came, the Bible, God told us that wisdom is the principal thing. The main thing is wisdom. He said, wisdom is the principal thing in all your getting and in all your getting, get understanding. Meanwhile, the understanding is the other aspect of the Holy Spirit. 
Understanding is the other aspect of the Holy Spirit. We, we are coming there. But I'm talking, why did the Bible not say that in all you're getting, get prayer or get uh, 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 something else? But it says in all you're getting, because without wisdom, you wouldn't even have understanding. Without wisdom, you wouldn't even know, you wouldn't even be able to know how to pray, when to pray, and how long to pray. Everything is embedded over here. Are you here? Turn your Bibles with me. I'm trying. May the Holy Spirit come to you in the name of Jesus. Even if it comes in a way that you don't expect, may you be able to see the Holy Spirit at work in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you here? Fantastic. So in Isaiah chapter 11, verse number 2, you know, the Bible says that there's seven, there's seven horns and the seven eyes of the Lamb is the seven spirits hmm, of God that moves on earth. Then the Bible comes and mentions these seven spirits. Okay? Talking about Jesus. Let's start from verse number one quickly, please. Let's read together one go. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon. So, you know, when you read the Bible, you begin to see the seven spirit. Some of them will say spirit of truth, of righteousness. But over here, the Bible begins to mention all the seven spirits. Are you here? Yeah. And the first one he mentioned is what? The spirit of the Lord. Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. So there is something called the spirit of the Lord. There is something called the spirit of the way. The way the Lord does his things. Are you here? If we ask you to do something, how you will do it will be different from how I would do it. Did you understand? So what is the spirit of the Lord? The spirit of the Lord is how the Lord does his things. The way he functions. Then he continues. That is one. Two, the spirit of what? Wisdom. And the next one, that's number three. So the spirit of the Lord, then he continues. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. Then the spirit of Counsel and the spirit of might. And the next one, the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Can you see the seven components? Oh, so this is what adds up. This is the embodiment of the Holy Spirit. Are you there? So when somebody is anointed, when you have, when they say that Jesus was full of the Holy Spirit, he was not only uh, full of how he, do you understand? He, ha, he has how he did his things, his ways, his manner, and how he go. That, that is not how, the only thing. He was also full, full of wisdom, the wisdom of the, of the Lord. Then understand, the spirit of understanding, then spirit of counsel, or the spirit of advice, 
and the spirit of might and the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the Lord. So when the Bible said that on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost came on him, do you understand? And he was full of the spirit. It means he was full of the spirit of the Lord. That's why the Bible, the spirit of the Lord will rest on him. And he was full of wisdom. He was full of the spirit of understanding. He was full of the spirit of counsel. He was full of the spirit of might. He was full of the spirit of what? Knowledge. He was full of the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Hallelujah. And that is why we say that the Holy Spirit. So when we say, oh, the Holy Spirit is upon somebody, it is not just one. It is not just one thing that has come over the person. How many are understanding something? Yeah. So for you to have the full component of the Holy Spirit coming over you, you notice that you need the way the Lord does his things. You may have to learn how the Lord prays or he wants things to be done. You need the wisdom that the Lord has, the understanding. Are you there? The counsel, the might. I mean, somebody who lived just to die, he may have had a certain mental strength, mental fortitude. Most of us, if you get to know that you are going to die, you, you, you will even know. You, you, you can't even continue. I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure that you, you can't continue doing anything. You, you will become very sad before you notice. But apart from the father he knew was going to die, he could be counseled and he can counsel. And in, in addition, he had the spirit of no, he no, he knew a lot of things. And not only that, he was also afraid of God, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That is actually the spirit of humility. You see, sometimes when we say the spirit of the fear of the Lord, we don't know what it is. But if you are anointed, if you are, it means you are humble. If you are full of the Holy Spirit, one component, one component of the anointing is humility. So you can have knowledge and not be humble. You are not properly anointed. You, not. you see, Jesus was so anointed, was humble. You see, the, that, that is the level of, of anointing, the Holy Spirit that we had. He was so humble that he accepted to die. That is how humble he was. He was so humble that people he had created could kill him. You just imagine that you are allowing ants to kill you. Ants that you can just... Do, do you understand? It, it, it takes humility. The ant is going into your nose to bite you. You can't you can just rub it off. Do, do you understand? But you are waiting patiently for ants to kill you. It takes something. It's on another level. That's what the Bible says. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Even the death of... It means that the death of the cross is not a normal death. You see, when you are shot or when you are beheaded, like John the Baptist, within five seconds you are dead. When the truth is 
I mean, they slit the throat, you, you are gone. But to be beaten on the cross gradually, and not that you don't have power. At the time that they arrested him, at the time that they arrested, are you here? When he asked them, who have you come? Who are you looking for? They said, Jesus said, I am he. They all fell to the ground. And at the time they arrested him, he had enough power. You just try and see. He had enough power to put back a chop ear. So he wasn't out of power. I mean, are you here? Yes, sir. He wasn't out of power. He was so powerful. But he humbled himself that human beings should arrest him and beat the spirit of the fear, humility. He was so humble. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm not talking about that one today. I'm talking about the the, the first one, apart from the spirit, the way he does things, you read the Bible and you notice that wisdom, you know, in, in the New Testament, you notice that even the others are not mentioned. They, they concentrate on wisdom. Turn your Bibles with me to Mark chapter 6. I'm trying. Mark chapter 6. I'm trying. Mark chapter 6, verse number 2. Mark chapter 6, verse number 2. The Bible says, And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished. Hallelujah. May people be astonished when they hear you. May people be surprised when they say, wow, we've not heard anything like this. Saying, from whence had this man these things? And what wisdom is this? Are you there? What wisdom is this which is given unto him? That even such mighty works are wrought by his hands. Are you there? He said, from whence has this man these things? And what wisdom is this? Tell somebody, what wisdom is this? Ask another person, what wisdom is this? Which is given him that even such mighty works are wrought by his hand. So the people noticed that he had wisdom. They did not speak of understanding. They did not speak of my day, but they could see that. You see, listen, the reason why you need, I, I, I believe that the Lord wants us to talk about the spirit of wisdom and have it is even people who have not been to school have a certain knowledge. Birds have knowledge. Animals have knowledge. How do animals even know how to mate? They've not been to school. How does animal? You see, and, and wisdom is the use of knowledge. The use of knowledge and the application of your experiences. That is wisdom. But it looks as though we arrive packaged with some knowledge. 
but how to use it. Now, that's why everybody has some. Even if you've not been to school, there's a knowledge. I don't know who told you that God is in heaven and uh, hell is there. I, I, I don't know who taught. Somehow, you see, birds who don't have GPS, they are able to fly. They are able to fly over continents to go, to go over the oceans and come back. They, 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 in Cape Town, they have a, a, a pigeons, a, a, what do you call it, race that they do. People have pigeons. And they take them and go. Sometimes they go to Jobek. And they will release them. And they will fly. I mean, they don't have GPS. They don't have them. They just have tags to identify them who owns these pigeons. And the one who arrived, there's a clock. So when your pigeon gets back into his hole, the time, do do you understand? And I I always wonder that how do they know you are in a car? They have logged you. How do you know where you are from Jobek, from Pretoria, from you can fly back to your cage? And I noticed that people, there's a knowledge. When you see how sharks, dolphins can navigate during winter here, they will navigate to North America because it will be summer there. And when it's becoming uh, winter there, they will navigate back. And I said, how do they know? Even me, even me, when you put me on the sea, I will get lost. But how do these animals know that when you pass here, you navigate, you will get, do do you understand? And not like once, they do it like all their lives. Including uh, eagles. Including uh, what the uh, wildebeest. Are you there? Buffaloes, they will always be crossing. You notice that they will be crossing from Tanzania to Kenya. There's a season. They, they know where they are going. They know that this is where they I always, uh, how does these people know? Do they have GPS? Do they read map? How do they know where they are going? So it looks like every one of us arrive with a, some knowledge. But the main thing is how to use it. Because every one of us knows something you want to do. Is there anybody that you, you have something you want to do? You just know that this is what I want. But whether you will do it. Is, but wisdom is your ability to use your knowledge. Apply the knowledge that you have. Hallelujah. That is why Bible says, what wisdom is this? We all know that there is God, but you are able to use the God that you know to heal people. Do, do, do you understand? We all know that God is powerful, but you just don't say it. But you are able to actually use the power of God. The, uh, what we say in words, you are able to demonstrate it. It's like your ability, wisdom, wisdom, the ability to use. Apply what you know. Your ability to use your experiences. Something that has happened to you. And you did not benefit from it. 
you had a bad experience. You did not benefit from it. It means you are not wise. Everybody here has got peculiar and unique experiences. But your ability to use it to your advantage, that is your wisdom. So it's like God has given every one of us something. Knowledge, experience, unique from where you are coming from, where you are giving birth to, the parent that brought you up. There's something you know. There's something you have experienced. There's something you've been told. There's encounters you have had. But it is. But where you are, will you be able to use what you know to your advantage? That is your wisdom. Are you there? Then you may not even understand why that thing happened. Why you were born to your parents, you may not understand. But you, you can use your, the, the, the circumstance and where you are to your advantage. That is your wisdom. Jesus was born with controversy. The control, if it were some of us, you will be depressed all your life. Somebody that when you, you, you were born, they said, hey, they say your father is, the, uh, is God. Your mother, I mean, before you, the, the controversy, but it did not affect him. Jesus had a, we, we did not hear of Joseph after the birth. He was raised by a single mother. You are raised by a single mother and you are making a lot of complaints that because you don't have a father, because there was no fatherly figure over your life, that is why you don't know how to talk to uh, uh, people. But, Look, Jesus also, when did you hear about Joseph after the birth of Jesus? It's only Mary we hear of. And he did not say that he, he, he did not have good relationship with uh, any male figure because he was raised by a single mother. There was nothing like his experiences, a certain wisdom. And I see you having a wisdom. Amen. May the Holy Spirit come over you as wisdom. The ability, you see, that's what I'm saying. You don't even need to begin reading the word of God. There's something that you can use. Bad experiences that you can use to your advantage. That this experience, I don't need myself or anybody to experience it again. But people don't use their experiences or whatever. Before we come to the word of God, which is the principal thing, that when you can have the word of God and apply it and use it, wisdom comes to you. Hallelujah. Amen. Reading the word of God. Just reading the word of God. Because the word is God. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word. So the word in action is actually wisdom in action. So the word in action. Are you here? When you act upon the word. It's wisdom. The word is God. So when you are doing the word, wisdom is applying the word. So when you begin to do the word, that, that is your wisdom. That is why wisdom is the principal thing. There is nothing greater than God. And God is his word. So if you can have the word of God and begin to apply it, everything will change about you. Hallelujah. Are you here? That is why you read the Bible, they concentrate so much about wisdom. Wisdom. What kind of wisdom is this? That is giving him. Hallelujah. And you read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse number 24. 
Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. Are you here? I just need you to understand. Then I will show you how wisdom comes. And I pray for you, then we are out of here. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 24. Are you there? Can we read it together? One. Go. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God, and the will. Hallelujah. The Bible even teaches. If you want to summarize, if you want to summarize Jesus Christ, it's two. The wisdom portion and the power portion. Are you here? Even though the Holy Spirit is made up of seven components, but he say, if you want to summarize who Jesus is, it's the wisdom portion. It looks like the, your ability to apply is the main thing. The wisdom portion and the power portion. Hallelujah. And I feel that many people, we are missing out on wisdom. We are missing out. We are looking for the power, the Holy Spirit as a wind or as fire, something that must come over. But we are not taking the most important aspect, the wisdom. Hallelujah. The wisdom, which is the word at work. The word. Hallelujah. Yeah, wisdom is the use, the application of the word of God. Application of the word of God. Hallelujah. If you can apply the word, or if you can do the word, that is your wisdom. Even if you don't know, if you don't know, the Bible says forgive. When you are able to forgive, you are wiser. Because it's God at work. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah. That way, for, if you're able to, that, that is God moving. But it doesn't look like that. Simple thing like, let not the sun go down on your anger. It doesn't look very powerful. You see, you see how the wisdom looks like? It looks like something rather maybe more important. Something like maybe prayer or fasting or something. Yeah, but it's like forgive. And even if you have forgiven, or simple like, I mean, love. Love. Do you understand? Love your enemies. Do good to them who despitefully uh, 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 persecute you. It doesn't look powerful. It doesn't look powerful. And that is what has limited us. Because it is only in the use of wisdom. That's why wisdom comes first. Without wisdom, understanding will not come. Without wisdom, the spirit of counsel. You, you, you see, unless you have been able to do it, you will not understand. And if you have not done it, you wouldn't understand. And if you don't understand, who are you going to advise what you have not done and what you don't understand? And if you have not applied it, how will you understand? And how will you, who will you counsel? And you will not be strong. The spirit of might actually comes. You become stronger when you have wisdom. That's why he said that. 
What kind of wisdom is that? Mighty. He be, you become strong. That's what I'm, I'm saying. That let's get wisdom. If we can get wisdom, you see that we are entering into all the rest. If we can get wisdom, how can you understand why you are supposed to forgive? If you have not forgiven. Because if you don't forgive, you are not going to talk to the person. But it is after you have forgiven that you notice that you were going to die in your room. And this person came just to check out. Oh, Chala, I just came. To... Then you notice if he had not come or she had not, you were going to die. Then you understand that hey, if I had not forgiven, I would have died. But if you did not forgive, you, you would have been buried. So, you see, the understanding of why God says you forgive will only come when you have forgiven. Wow. And that is wisdom. Doing what God has said. But if you don't do it, you will never know. You will never get to understand. That's what the Bible said. If we follow, then shall we know. If you don't do it, you are not going to understand. Mid, look, one day I sat in Kailicha with my wife to advise uh, a pastor and a wife. There's a pastor who came. He said the wife wanted to leave him. Do you remember? Come again. Ah, uh, Sibu brought them. Aha. Uh-huh. Hey, that, that, that day, that day is when I understood. Do you understand? You see, by the grace of God, God helped me to keep myself until I got married. But I did not understand. I have not understood why God said you shouldn't engage in premarital sex. Until that day. Do you understand? About maybe 15 or 17 years of following God. I did not understand why God gave that instruction. But that day when Sibu brought the pastor, that the wife says, Pastor, I want to leave this man. He, the man has married her, but the lady says that if she doesn't, if the guy doesn't want any problem, he should allow her to leave. Hey! What kind of problem is this? I don't want to go into details. I said, that is the day I understood. And I said, ah, this is why God says you should keep yourself. So I asked the guy, where did you find this girl? Do, do you remember? When he mentioned it, so pastor, it's a long story, but he said he found her in a, a tavern or the, oh. night, nightclub. Yeah, he said, it's a, 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 a Look, the lady was telling the guy, I can't keep him. I can't be faithful. That's why I say he should go. <laughs> yeah, she was telling him that she should, he should go away. Because if he say, it's like he, he's not alone. He's going to have a lot of people. Hey, you what? You are married in your marital home. And the lady was begging the pastor to leave her. 
And I can't say some of the things that she said. No, I'm, I'm talking about the Holy Spirit. And wisdom. I'm, I can't. The things that the lady said. Uh, from that time, I say, hey, it has taken me almost 17 years to understand. Yeah. It has taken me. Hey. Because what he said after I called a bishop and I said, he asked me, is the person normal? <laughs> Are you here? May you have wisdom. You see, but it doesn't look. That's why many of us don't even do our quiet time. That's why we, we wouldn't do the smallest word of God. Listen to me. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So the word that you are doing is God. That is why it's the principal thing. God is the most important person. There's no one important. It's like God in action. When you are doing the word, you are moving with God. It's like, do you understand? When you are doing the word, you are walking with God. It's like God is with you. You are applying God. But it doesn't look it. It, it, it looks like something else. Are you here? Yeah. It looks like something else is more powerful. If you can. You know, and we are not talking about uh, deception and speeches, political speech. No, we are, when we talk about the word, the word is God. The word is God. Hallelujah. Amen. So whatever word of God that you are applying, what has God said that you are doing? When that, that's your wisdom. That's the prince, that's the main thing. Walking with God, God being with you. It's just like if you do what the Bible says or God has told you, 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 you are with God. You become powerful, nothing can overcome you. But it doesn't look like it. It, it doesn't look like it, anything. So we, many of us don't even have a Bible. Or even if we have a Bible, it's not important. The devil has succeeded in making us think that something else is important than the wisdom that we need. Your ability to apply, do what God is saying. Your ability. That's why I said, God, the spirit of the Lord, the, the, the components, the components of the Holy Spirit, how the Lord will do. And the next one is the wisdom. Wisdom. Application of the knowledge of God. Are you there? Yeah. Application of the knowledge of God. And as you do it, it opens to all the other areas. It opens to all the other areas. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible says that Christ, the summary of Christ, is wisdom and power. Wisdom and power. Applying the, the knowledge that you get from the word, which is God. In the beginning was the word. The word, the word was with God, and the word is God. So when you are doing the word, you are you are operating like Jesus. Amen. Amen. Because when you do the word, it's like you are doing what the word is doing. That's what Bible says that when we call on Him, He sent forth His word. It's the word that comes to heal us. Is the word that comes to deliver. So when you do the word, 
you may not even be sick. You may not be sick before you'll be healed. The word will be in action. Hallelujah. But it looks like something else is important than the word and applying the word. It is not mistake that wisdom begins. I was thinking that it should have been knowledge. But as I was praying, I noticed that God, everybody even comes with a knowledge. But whether you'll be able to apply it. Tonight, I see the wisdom of God coming to you. Amen. You know, the, the word of God, that doesn't look powerful. You just apply it. Just apply it. Do you know how you have infection or you have a ringworm? Ringworm somewhere in your hair, under your feet. Then they give you a little tablet. And you so how does the tablet locate where the ringworm is? How does this little tablet that you swallow, how does the tablet see that the ringworm is under your feet? Hello? Does the tablet have eyes? The word of God is more powerful than the tablet. Hallelujah. That is what the Bible says. The word of God is quicker and sharper than any two edges sword. Piercing. Even through the what? Dividing ascender. And it's the discerner of the thoughts and the intent of the heart. Hallelujah. The word of God. You just do the word and and see. It's more powerful than any any medication. You take medicine and it can make your pains go away. The word of God will do better. Yeah. The word of God. But you see, we don't believe that when you apply the word, you don't believe it. You don't believe that there's power in the word. Bible says that the, the, the worlds were created by the word. You look at the sea. You look at the, uh, the moon. Look at it. It was created by the word of God. And you are applying the word and say it's not powerful. I'm saying that it's the word that created all you are seeing. You see, maybe that's why you are not ready to do it. Because when you begin to do it, the power behind creation... The power behind creation is moving into you. You are becoming a creator. That's why when you see somebody who is giving to the word of God, who is doing the word of God, he becomes powerful. Don't don't mind anybody who is giving you oil. Thank God for the oil. Thank God for the water. Thank God for all these wonderful things that people give. But I'm telling you something that will not let you need anything. You become, you become. A creative power will begin. Hallelujah. You begin to see that there's something. No demon will be able to overcome you. No sickness will be able to inflict pain on you. Nothing will be able to enter you. Because you are doing the word of God. Because you you, you, you are practicing the word of God. The word of God becomes your wisdom. You walk on it. You practice, you do it. It's so powerful, more than anything you can even understand. But it looks like many people will like amulets, talisman, want captain's band, something. Than saying that forgive. You see, when I say forgive, you can say the pastor, do you know what he did? 
powerful. That's why I'm saying tonight. Tonight. You know, there are things that you do, I don't need to argue with you. One of the ways by which wisdom comes mm, is praying for you. Because if I argue with you, you say, you will do it. I will pray for you so that some wisdom will come. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm saying that. I am all... Because you argue with me. You argue with me until you are sad. Go and say sorry to your boss. You will not go. Hmm? What does the Bible say? It says if somebody has auto against thee, go and make peace before they uh, send you to the offices. Because when the officers get there, they will cast you into prison. Until you have paid the last crime, you, you will not be released. But you see, the word doesn't look powerful. The word doesn't mean if your friend has got something against you, you tell the person, and forgive. It doesn't look powerful. But you see this, it takes demons away. It takes sickness away. You will not have a pimple. You will not have... Oh, I'm telling you, there are things that when you do, you will never... You see, today I was sitting down there and I was uh, 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 going through something that, look, people have ADT, security, people have different things. And other groups don't have anything. They are moving through life. You notice that. I'm telling you. You notice that the word of God has power. Hallelujah. The wisdom. What wisdom is this? The wisdom to be humble. The wisdom to be humble. Like applying whatever the, the Bible says, the word of God. Just do it. And see. That is the wisdom I'm talking about. The wisdom. That's why I'm saying that tonight we are talking about the Holy Spirit as the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. The component of applying the word of God. You need to be there and find out what is the word of God that I'm, I need to do or I'm struggling with. That, that, that is how power comes into you. Hello. No, you are not powerful because you have money at the bank. You notice that the money will be there. When you are coughing, it cannot help you. You notice that the money will be there. When you have any uh, uh, incurable disease, it cannot help you. You notice that if you have infection, all these things, but there's something that brings a certain power. There's something that brings a certain power, which demons also know. With demons also now, I will show you. Go to Second Corinthians chapter 3. I'm trying. Are you in Second Corinthians? Thank you, Jesus. Quickly, I pray for you, then we go. Is that okay? Second Corinthians chapter 10. Are you the verse number three? The Bible says, verse number three, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty 
through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Bible says that, look, you walk to uh, church, you walk to work, do you understand? You, you walk to school, but the weapons of your warfare, they are not physical, they are not karma, they are not things, do you understand? The weapons that you have, they okay. are not karma, but it's mighty. Are you here? They are mighty. Through God to the pulling down of strongholds. How many know how strongholds are? You see, when you watch a war film, some, you see that some soldiers will be hiding behind uh, sacks of sand and a big wall. There's a wall, but the bullets can go through the wall. So you, they put sand in front or behind so that nothing goes through. That is a stronghold. They hide behind it. Bible says that you have something that is not physical. You have something. You have a weapon that you, you don't see. But it's, it's, it's mighty through God that can pull down strongholds. Hallelujah. Continue. Casting down imaginations. Listen carefully. Some of you, you cannot, you cannot delete a pornographic material you, you saw more than five years. A bad thought, a bad picture. I'm telling you, I'm showing you why you are not powerful. Because the, 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 what would delete it is not, it, not physical, it's not karma. It's the word of God, but you, you have not meditated on any word of God. What would delete all the bad thoughts? You are always depressed. You are always depressed. Your thinking always causes you to be depressed. Your thinking always causes you to be sorrow, sorrowful. Your thinking, oh, you are taking medication because of how your mind is racing. Do you understand? But there is a power that comes through the word of God that can delete all the imaginations that make you sick. But it's not powerful to you. You would rather, I'm telling you, that if I give you a Bible that read this scripture, you would rather want to go and sit in a hospital for three hours for a doctor to give you medication that cannot delete the images. Because, because I'm saying the word of God is not powerful to you. God himself. You are taking Jesus in your thoughts. The word is God. The word was with God and is God. You are taking Jesus with you is not powerful. You go and sit for five hours for doctors to come and give you uh, uh, painkillers. After, yeah, actually, that, it doesn't go away. And you come again. Because we, we don't believe, we don't believe that our weapons are not carnal. They are mighty, but they are not physical. Hallelujah. It can pull down strongholds. I see strongholds being pulled down. Amen. Casting down what? Imaginations. Imaginations of your own thoughts. Sometimes you are there, you are imagining that, hey, will I do well? Hey. Yeah, most of you who are not happy, it's your own imagination. And also other people's imagination against you. That you can do nothing about it. Do you understand? Other people's imagination against you can do, but if you can have the word of God, you can pull down your own imagination. In the imaginations of people against you, you can pull. What, what 
what else do you want? It's the word. But when you apply the word, that is your wisdom. Do you understand? That's why I'm saying that we are talking about the Holy Spirit as wisdom, the wisdom. That somebody, people will begin to say that, why is this person always happy? Why is this person uh, seem not to be struggling? This person, because he's applying the word of God, that's his wisdom. He's doing the word of God. The wisdom makes him happy. Do you understand? The, the, the word that he believes and practices does not allow him to be sad. Because he believes that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Hallelujah. Are you there? Yeah. He believes. He believes that, look, the, my, my, the affliction hmm, that he's going through is working for him a great, exceeding, uh, great joy of glory that is waiting. He applies the word of God. So nothing seems to be affecting him. Sometimes the person doesn't have money, but he's happier than the person who is paid. He's happier that because the word of God is with you. It's the, it's the wisdom. That's why when you apply, that, you see, how will we know that you are wise? It's the word that you have applied. But if you don't apply the way, you see that you are left to yourself. You are left to your sadness. You, you will see your wretchedness. You will see everything that is happening. But when you have the word of God, you begin to apply the word of God. Hmm? Yeah. But I must suffer the while very soon. Hallelujah. That after I have suffered a while, God is going to cause me to be settled. So when you are even going through affliction and you are suffering, you know that in 1 Peter chapter 5, uh, verse number 10, the Bible says that after I have suffered a while, so I'm suffering because I'm about to be established. I'm about to be perfected. I'm about to be settled. I'm about to be strengthened. Hallelujah. For a while. After I have suffered a while. So you yourself, you are expecting to suffer a while. So that your perfection. So that. Look, look at it. By God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. After that, we have what? Suffered. If you know the word of God, when you are suffering, you say, wow, it looks like I'm about, I'm about to be perfected. Hallelujah. After, yeah, but if you don't know the word of God, that's why you begin to cry. You will spot the suffering. You, you, will, you will spot the suffering. You spot the suffering. Because you did not know that the suffering was precious. You did not know that. You, 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 do you understand? Yeah. You did not know that your, your suffering was so precious. That you would have said, wow, thank you, Lord, for this suffering. It looks like I'm about to be perfected. I'm about to be established. I'm about to be strengthened. I'm about to be settled. Hey! I'm talking about the Holy Spirit as your wisdom. You see, when you know this, that is your wisdom. That is the Holy Spirit. The component of the Holy Spirit that when you apply, everywhere, anytime, you see that you are joyful. And if you don't have this, you may think, that, oh, uh, uh, is somebody who is speaking it. No. It's your ability to apply the knowledge of the word in your personal life. Hallelujah. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah. When something bad, you are going through something, you just look over your shoulder and say, wow, I have qualified to be like Moses. 
I'm just like Moses. The Bible says, when Moses came of age, he refused to be called hmm, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. But he rather hmm, chose to suffer affliction with the people of God. Hallelujah. Yeah, he did not entertain the pleasures of sin for a season. So, wow. Wow. This is Moses in the making. I'm also going to, it may take time, but I'm going to become. Because I'm what, you, you, is he applying the word of God? Will let you be so excited. You will never see anything wrong with what you are going through. Everything you are going through, there's a scripture. There's a, but because you don't know the word of God, you don't have the wisdom of God to turn your important conditions into something powerful. Into something powerful. Are you here? Yeah. Has somebody accused you? Has somebody said something? Look into the Bible. Hannah was accused that she, she had drunk uh, early morning. Yeah. In the temple. You were not, you were not even in the temple. You were passing by the tavern. So if they mistaken you for... But she was in church and the pastor could not discern that she was praying. Has anybody accused you? Has anybody the accused you? Himself. The pastor was the one who accused. But he said, oh, my, my Lord, I am not drinking, but I am a woman of bitter souls, and out of my soul I have poured out my heart unto God. And that, that word brought, brought her, brought her answers that she was looking for. Have you run away? Is there a girl that is chasing you have run away? And you've entered into a problem. You need to make a sign of the cross. It, it looks like I'm the modern day Joseph. It looks like I'm the modern day Joseph. I'm going to be a dreamer. I will be able to interpret. That's how Joseph. You see, you will be able to apply. But when you go through something small, you begin to say, hey, this Christianity, hey, hey it's not easy. It's, your wisdom. That's what the Bible says. What wisdom is this? I don't know why Jesus, as he was being beaten, he never cursed anyone. Hey! If it were you, you would change your mind. You change your mind. Say, hey, you know what? You, 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 can, you, you cannot misbehave. You will curse. You, 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 you curse some people right now. But I, I, I came to tell you something very sweet. I see you having the wisdom of Amen. God. The Holy Spirit is going to operate in you. Yeah, you, you will not despise the word of God. Yeah, the word of God will be so... Even if it's just a verse a day, you will do it. That is what makes you... You see, the word of God is like a potion. It's like a medication. It's like a vaccine. It's, it, it, yeah, that's why David said, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin. The word of God, as you do it, it prevents you from even sinning. Can you believe it? And the word of God will deliver you from. Moses told the people, if you observe, you hacking diligently to the word. The word I'm telling you, Joshua 1.8, it said, it's going, that, that, that one is even God himself. It said, it's going to cause you hmm, to be lifted high. You will be set 
high above all anyone. Just doing the word of God. Just do the word of God and see how you become different. And doing the word of God is the wisdom. The application of the word and your experiences that you get through the word of God. Hallelujah. Are you here? We were in Corinthians. We've not finished. We've not finished. For the weapons of our warfare are not kind of but mighty through God to the pulling down of what? Strongholds. Casting down imagination. How many have some bad thoughts that you wanted to go away? And most Christians who are not able to stay as Christian backsides because they are not able, the bad thought by that day, it's like it comes, then they feel that even the born again experience is not working. <laughs> All you need is the word of God. Hallelujah. Meditate on the word of God. I say meditate on the word of God. Let the word of God dwell in you richly. When the word of God dwells, all the battle will go away. When you see a, a, a Christian who is always depressed, I'm telling you, a person doesn't read the Bible. If you read, read the Bible even like a storybook you will have enough stories to replace all these funny thoughts that makes you sad. All the funny thoughts. Because you cannot change what you think about unless you read something or you get to know something. And all you know so far are bad things. So read the Bible and get to know some good things. So, so far, everything you know from your past is bad thing. Or you have 10 stories. All the 10 people involved did not end well. (laughs) Where are we? Verse number. Casting down imagination. And every, you see, the word of God is able to cast down what? Imagination. And every high thing that exhorts itself against the knowledge of God. Are you there? So if something, a situation, a condition, something is said that does not align with the word of God. Bible says that the word of God, anything that wants to be above the word of God, the word of God is able to bring it down and bring it into captivity so the word of God also can arrest. Yeah, can bring him into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Can you see? The thought that is moving freely in your mind that you cannot control. You are sitting in a church, but you are in somebody's room. I said you are here in a church, but you are lying on somebody's bed. This thought that is running through your mind. The thought is like a free range thought. The thoughts are free range. You can you you can think and you don't even know where you're then when you come to yourself say hey, I'm here it's like you are far yeah one day I was preaching somewhere and there was a guy sitting there hey the guy was not there as I was preaching I noticed that the guy has left the church he's gone so he's taking a car he's gone to his room hey so I I just tapped him and said my brother where are you he said I said, you went to your room, eh? He said, yes, pastor. So, so what were you doing in your room? He said, 
I was putting my... He was in church. He said, he was putting... Uh, when he was coming, there was a bow on the fridge. So he was putting them well. In the church. Oh. <laughs> it was... Were, were you there? Were you there? I was there, Bishop. There's no zero percent. I, 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 I mean, word of knowledge. I, I had word of knowledge. I said, you were in your room. You were by the fridge. He said, yes. What were you doing? He said, there was a bow that I, I was parking. I said, hey, we are here in church. And you have gone. You have gone to your room. Free rain thoughts are like radicals moving through your mind. But the Bible said the word of God is able to bring everything to the obedience of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, they are taught that when it comes, it can even make you sick. But we've not gotten there. Look at the verse number six. That is what I'm, I'm looking for. The one that I'm looking for. Having in what? Readiness to revenge all disobedience. When your obedience fulfilled. Do you understand? So the word of God is, 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 is not kind of but mighty. Okay, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and all this. Thing. But he says over here that in case you cast down and it doesn't cast, you put the stronghold down and it's still standing. You bring the thoughts to the obedience of Christ and it's not working. He says, check your obedience. It means you have not obeyed. You have not obeyed the word of God. That's what I'm talking about, wisdom. Having in all readiness to revenge all what? Disobedience. But that means when you are bringing the strongholds down, pulling the strongholds down, casting down the imagination, mm, and bringing high thoughts, okay, yes. uh, into the obedience of Christ. And it's not going. It said revenge. In other words, force. But how do you force? You should have in readiness to revenge all the disobedience to whatever you are doing. When your obedience is fulfilled, when you have obeyed the word of God, when you cast a demon and it's not being cast, it means you are not obeying the word of God. Are you here? So that is how you become powerful. Wisdom, doing the word of God makes you so powerful that everything will obey you. But that's what I'm saying. It doesn't look powerful. It doesn't look powerful that just practicing the word of God. This is what the Bible says. Exercising it looks like, oh, something else. If you get, uh, uh, what do you call it? A wristband or an oil or something to hang, it may work better. No, the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. I see the word of God working for you. Amen. I said, I see the word of God working for you. Amen. The word of God will cause you to become so great you will never imagine. That will be always doing the word of God. That is the Holy Spirit. The part of the Holy Spirit that they said is responsible for the mighty works that Jesus did. What wisdom is this? Applying. Do you remember how Jesus even read in, in, in Luke chapter 4? When he read, the Bible says he read from uh, Isaiah. He said, this day is this scripture fulfilled. He was doing the word, ditto, ditto. Every prophecy that were prophesied concerning him, he, he actually walked into it. He, did, he walked the word, uh, the, the, the word of God. He actually manifested every one of it. That's why he became so powerful. 
even the word that he was supposed to say, Eli, Eli, Alab, Sabbathan, every one of it, when he was uh, tasty, said, I test. Everywhere it is recorded, more than uh, 500 years before he came, he manifested the word of God. Wow. Wow. And that's why he became so powerful. Are you here? Yes. Or you've gone home? We are right here, Bishop. Eh? Okay. So, let me, let me say this to you. Many people think that doing the will of God will exempt you from trials and difficulties. When you are obeying the word of God, listen carefully. And when you are doing the will of God, it does not mean that you will not have difficulties or you will not have testing. So I'm trying to do the will of God. Why am I suffering? No. The fact that you are doing the word of God or you, that's your wisdom. It doesn't mean that you will not go through things. But what you go through is what makes you even the person that has authority to command and to demand certain things. Hallelujah. Amen. That's what the Bible says. Jesus himself, he learned obedience through the things he suffered. Hallelujah. Amen. The will of God is not necessarily exciting. Yeah, the reason why the, the, when you even know the will of God and you are doing it, you may not be happy about it. It's because of what you don't know. See, if God wants you to maybe be a missionary, resign from the work you are doing, travel to Afghanistan and be a missionary there, you may, you may think that the word of uh, his will for you is too difficult. I would like to be here. And one of the reasons is because you don't know what is coming. Because of what you don't know. Do you understand? Like how the pandemic came. Like how the pandemic came, people. Maybe God was taking somebody, say, move from here. Go here. But because you don't know what is coming, you may think that where you are, that is the reason when we hear from God, sometimes we are not excited. When you know that this is what you need to do because of what you don't know. That in the future, this is going to happen. It doesn't make you excited. Do you, do you understand? Even when you are doing it, it's like, hmm, it's difficult. But if God were to reveal to you, if you don't do it, if you don't do it, what is going to happen? You see that you will be very excited in, in doing it. Are you here? Right here? Yeah, so when you are going to apply the word of God to have this wisdom that we are talking about. One of the ways that will help you is believe in the sovereignty of God. You may not understand. It may not be exciting. It may not be nice. Do you understand? What God will have you to do, it may not be nice. Are you getting it? But you need to understand that it's not nice to you because you don't know. You don't know so many things. You don't even know a week from now. You don't know when you don't do what it means. Do, do, do you understand? Yeah. Perhaps doing it is the best option. If you know all the other things, you notice that ah, doing it is the best and you will do it happily. How many understand what I'm talking about? This is how you can apply yourself to wisdom. That's applying the word of God. Tell yourself that I, I don't know as much as God knows. There may be something 
Maybe what he's asking me to do is the best option out of what is going to happen. Are you there? Yes. Yeah, but because you don't know what will happen, you may think that, oh, there may be something better than what God is asking me to do. But when you know that God is sovereign God, you begin to relax. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? I want to share something quickly with you. The wisdom that made Jacob. You know, who he became. The word of God. You know, when we read the life story of Jacob, we don't think that Jacob was uh, a wise person. He applied the word of God. Or, but Jacob was one such person that you can see that the wisdom of God operated through him. But, you know, when we read the Bible, we see Jacob as a, a trickster. A supplanter. Do you understand? 419. But when you look at the word carefully, you notice that his values, his spiritual values were far better than that of Esau. And I'm beginning to see that Jacob may be bad in the eyes of men, but may not be bad in the eyes of God. Because he valued the things that God valued. Do you understand? He valued the things that God valued. And even taking the bet right, he bought it. He, he bought it. He, he did not steal it. It's a, he, if you don't respect what you have, somebody respect it enough to exchange with you. Do, do you understand? It's like his spiritual values. He really liked the things of God. So he said, you don't like the best right. Okay, sell it. And God watched. And the second place, stealing the blessing. If God was so much against it, he would have died with a mother like Ananias and Sapphira. But God watched that there's somebody who doesn't seem to like even blessings. He has already sold his birthright. The father said that the voice is that of Jacob, but the hands is that of Esau. So there was a tendency, but you could see, <laughs> you could see that the, 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 there is somebody who really wanted to be where God is. He would do everything to be with God and to obey God. You, you, you read from uh, Genesis chapter 28, that's where the story of Jacob is. You see the decisions that he followed his father. He said, don't marry any of the Canaanites. Go to this place and marry. He obeyed. Then uh, Esau, you have heard what your father has said. Then you go to where he wouldn't have you to go. You, you, you can see the difference between the people. You see, so when you look at this, you notice that somebody who honors the Father, that's what I'm saying, wisdom. Do you understand? The Holy Spirit was with uh, Jacob in a way that we don't see. But the application of the word of God, that is when you notice that the person was wise because he was doing the will of God and the word of God. Whatever the Father like he, he was doing. He never went against 
whatever the mother or the father said. But you see uh, uh, Esau, who knows that my father is against this, but he will go and do it. And he's moving away. Are you there? Yes. Quickly. So in Genesis chapter 31, quickly. Genesis chapter 31. Let's read from verse number one to three. Genesis chapter 31. Are you in Genesis? What does the Bible say? And he heard the word of Laban's son, saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's. And of that which was our fathers, has he gotten all this glory? Maybe we should read it from the NLT. But Jacob soon learned that Laban's son are grumbling about him. Jacob has robbed our father of everything, they said. He has gained all his wealth at our father's expense. And Jacob began to notice a change in Laban's attitude towards him. And the Lord said to Jacob, Return to the land of your father and grandfather and to your relatives there, and I will be with you. Can you see it? So Jacob called Rachel and Leah out, of, out to the field where he was watching his flock. He said to them, I have noticed that your father's attitude towards me has changed, but the God of my father has been with me. You know how hard I have worked for your father, but he has changed or he has cheated me, changing my wages ten times, but God has not allowed him to do me any harm. For if he said, speckled animals will be your wages, the whole flock began to produce speckled young. <laughs> and when he changed his mind and said, stripped animals will be your wages, then the whole flock produced stripped young. In this way, God has taken your father's animals and given it to me. <laughs> Are you there? <laughs> One time, mating, uh, one time during the mating season, I had a dream and I saw that the male goats mating with the females were streaked, speckled, and spotted. Then in my dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob, and I replied, yes, here am I. And the angel said, look, look up, and you will see that only the streaked, speckled, and spotted males are mating with the females of your flock. For I have seen how Laban has treated you I am the God of who appeared to you at Bethel. Are you there? The place where you anointed the pillar of stone and made a vow to me. Now, tell somebody now. Now get ready and leave this country and return to the land of your birth. Hallelujah. Then the scripture continues. But... Let me share uh, the few things I gathered from this with you. The wisdom of Jacob. The wisdom. You see, 
when you hear God say now, it, he introduces agency. Do you understand? Say now. Jacob was in this place. He's gotten himself to be the best worker that the employer did not want him to go anywhere. Yeah. The employer has gotten a best slave ever working for him. In fact, at a point he said, that, I know God has blessed me because of your coming. Hallelujah. And this is, this is something that you need to look into your life. How do you do the will of God, the wisdom, do you understand, to obey God now when it looks like you are in a, a comfortable place or it's difficult for you to live? I'm talking about having the Holy Spirit as wisdom. To obey God. L listen, Jacob had a complex situation. But as I was reading the Bible, I, God was showing me that the application of the word of God, Jacob obeyed whatever God said. That is why we hear of him. You see, we don't hear that Jacob was preaching somewhere, but that's what I'm saying that wisdom, hmm? the Holy Spirit as wisdom, applying the word of God, what God tells you, what God tells you, hallelujah. That is what Jacob did. He said now, and when he heard it, do you know what he did? He left. He left. How do you live? Complicated situation. He was married to two of the employer's daughters. And their loyalty was to their father. How do you obey God when your wives are not ready? I'm talking about wisdom. You see, so when you look at the situation, sometimes you, we don't even understand why Jacob became who he became. But it's as I was reading the Bible, I noticed that the wisdom, the, the, the zeal, the will, and the obedience that Jacob had to obey God immediately. Now, do this. And when you read further, he called the people, had the meeting, how to talk to Leah and Rachel and get them to agree that they, because his future, his ministry, and what God wants him to be has something to do with their wives. So he could not have left also without them. How do you do all this? So the first one, the first one you should note is this, quickly. How the wisdom of Jacob played out. One, to leave a cheating anchor who has no desire to free his chief worker. And that is some of us, our, our situation. How do you leave a place that you are working by, you are noticed that this is where you are going to backfire? It is not allowing you to do the will of God. It is not allowing you to do what you know God has called you to do. You need wisdom. You need to apply the wisdom. You need to know what to do. Amen. It may affect your marriage. Number two, he, to navigate and overcome complex marital crisis and to fulfill the call of God upon his life. Already, Leah knows that if he's not in his father's house, she's not loved. In fact, 
she was in the marriage because the father tricked the husband too. Do you understand? And even in the presence of the father, she is not loved. Yeah. She is not loved. It's Rachel who is loved. And you need to be able to get her to go away with you. Impossible situation. Knowing that when you go away, you don't have anyone who will defend you. And aside that, they are already fighting. Your, the wives were already fighting. How do you overcome the complex situation in obeying God? Is your situation as complex as this? Number three, Jacob had to cross rivers with a company and a pregnant wife. People who stop the ministry when your wife is pregnant. <laughs> Different, but he had to. And when he left, he crossed river with animals, pregnant wife, children, different things. You see, in obeying God, I'm trying to say that he was applying just one God. The Bible says, return, return. That's what God told him, return. And in the return is all this complex thing. You see, <laughs> you see God can tell you, hmm? start a church. In the starting of the church, <laughs> There were so many complicated. All that God said to him is that return. But the return, he needs to make sure that he doesn't uh, divorce. He doesn't leave any children. Sometimes people do wrong things. They say they are obeying God. But you see the wisdom of Jacob. Nothing God destroyed. His marriage was entered. His children entered. Everything was entered. He obeyed God without having to destroy anything. Crossing rivers, talking to people to get them to agree that we need to go. We need to serve God. We need to be in the ministry. Hey. Number four, we don't have to, we would have read all. Overcoming the fear of Esau. It's not like he's even going happily. The place that he's going, do you understand? The place that he's starting the church, there are scholars there. There are armed robbers there. There are a lot of... And this is where God says you should start a church. What are you going... He said, go to your fathers. And that is why Esau is waiting to kill you. I mean, when I think about it, Jacob, if, he, is he, if somebody wants to obey God, I'm, I'm talking about wisdom. How the wisdom to do all these things in obedience to God. You are going to a place that you know that you have been told that your brother is waiting and you need to go because God has said it. I don't know who I'm talking to. We don't have time. The next one, to prevail. Even knowing how to attract, attract the attention of God. I don't know how he got to know that he should send his people there and be alone. I don't know what kind of prayer he prayed that the angel came. Do you know what to pray for an angel to visit you? That when the angel comes, you also struggle, wrestle with him, and you prevail. Most of us don't know what prayers to pray. I mean, he, 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 the guy has something. Are you here? That guy has something in obedience to God. 
obeying the word of God, return. And you see, sometimes God gives a simple instruction, but in the carrying out of the instruction, there are so many turns and caves. See, when you look at that verse that he said, return, it does now get ready and leave this country and return to the land of your bed. It looks very simple. Does it not look simple? Just one sentence. It looks very simple. But in this, you had to have a meeting. You know, God has called you. He has said something to you. But the wisdom you need, that's why I'm saying tonight, you are going to know the Holy Spirit as the spirit of wisdom. You will do whatever God have, will have you to do in the name of Jesus. Are you there? And he wrestled with the Theophany, the God, the angel, until he prevailed. Hallelujah. Are you there? Finally, how wisdom comes. I will mention it quickly. One is praying. You can pray for wisdom. In James chapter 1, verse number 5, Bible says, if you lack wisdom, you should ask God. James 1, 5, is it there? Quickly. James chapter 1, verse 5. If you need wisdom, ask hmm? our generous God and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. Hallelujah. Wisdom come by praying for it, asking for it. Amen. Number two, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. When wisdom come by being humble. In Proverbs chapter 9, verse number 10, the Bible said the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the holy is understanding. The knowledge of the holy is understanding. So as you acquire the knowledge of the holy God, you are getting understanding. Amen. Number three, winning souls will make you wise. Believe it. In Proverbs chapter 11, verse number 10, Bible says, the fruit of righteousness is the tree of life, and he that winneth so is wise. Amen. Yeah. It's not magic. Believe the word of God, that when you win so, you are wise. That, does it feel like that? It may not feel like that, but believe. Believe that that is what it is. Hallelujah. Are you there? And the last one for tonight, there's a lot, but I, I just want to end with this. Last one for tonight is when hands are laid on you. Hallelujah. Wisdom also comes when hands are laid on when you are prayed for. In Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse number 9. Deuteronomy chapter 34, verse number 9. Are you there? The Bible says, and Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom. For Moses had God laid his hands upon him. And the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. Hallelujah. Are you here? I know you have the Bible. You can read the word of God. I know you can pray for it. But tonight... All I need to do is to lay hands on you. Tonight is a 
and light for wisdom. In the name of Jesus. Are you here? Some of us, we have seen it. That if anyone needs wisdom, the Bible says that if you ask God, who will give generously, he will give it to you and he will not rebuke you. If you refuse to even pray for it, at least tonight, a hand will come over you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I want to believe God that from today, a certain wisdom, your ability to do the word of God, to apply the word of God, to go for the word of God and say, this is what the Bible says. This is what God will have me to do. God, give me what it takes to do. Hallelujah. I came just to pray with you. I came just to pray with you. Bible says, now, Joshua the son of Nun was what? Full of the spirit of wisdom. Hallelujah. That is one component. That means that he could apply the word of God. There are some of us that when you read the Bible, you don't know what to do with it. It's like, <laughs> Jesus forgave sins. So what has it got to do with me? It means you can also forgive. It's like when you read, you don't know. It's like this one doesn't affect me. This one, you don't know how to know. But from tonight, you begin to apply the word of God. Anything you read, anything you hear preaching, you begin to see how it connects. Hey, there are people that they hear uh, preaching, they, they don't know that the message is about them. It's like, wow, the pastor, the pastor was preaching a nice message. And they will say what the pastor was preaching, but they don't know what it means. You know that we have people like that, that they hear everything that they said, but they are not able to know that this means I should do this. This is that. Tell somebody this is that. This is that. How Peter will say, this is what the Holy Ghost spoke by the mouth of David. Do you understand? When Judas died, he was able to say, ah, this is it. He said, let his uh, uh, habitation be desolate and let another man take his bishopric. Let's take another person, ordain him. He, he could interpret, the, he could read the scripture, he could, he said, this is it. This is it. Another time in uh, 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 Psalm 2, he said, oh, how, the, how are the hidden range? And the, he, he quoted the scripture, he could see said, this is it. This is exactly that people have imagined vain thing against his anointed. The kings of the earth have gathered together against his holy son. And then he prayed. He could say that this is it. This is what, do, do you understand? Yeah, he could apply. That is wisdom. Being able to see and apply it. That is what is going to happen tonight. Hallelujah. If not, you can easily not understand your own course. Oh, yeah, you, you, they, will have, they will give you a certificate that you are food nutritionist, but you notice that you are becoming malnourished. You don't even know the nutrients that you yourself you need. Hey. I mean, we have mechanical engineers who cannot even change the oil of their car. Hmm? They don't know the difference between a spinal and a, 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 a plier. A, meanwhile, 
they are supposed to be engineers. No. You, that's why now we do applied science, applied math. Your ability to apply, that's wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. From tonight. I said from tonight. Ah, you begin, when you hear, you will even be able to apply it. Yeah, I'm telling you. See, God has not left us without his power. But the power is in his word. As you hear, as you read, and as you do it, I'm telling you, you become like a superman. You become like a superwoman. Something invisible will be working because that is your wisdom. Hallelujah. What wisdom? You begin to say, look, the Bible says I should forgive. It says I should pray without ceasing. Whatever God will have you, you just do. Apply the word. That is, that is the wisdom. Hallelujah. Yeah. And this wisdom is going to change. When the wisdom enters, you will be surprised that it will bring understanding. Before long, you will be advised by what you know. You, see, you know something that has not advised you. You begin to do things because of something that you know. But suddenly, you begin to say, oh, okay, I cannot do this. You can take advice. You will be surprised. The spirit of, and you become strong. You become strong. You wouldn't even know what is making you this strong. Hallelujah. Yeah, and you become a, 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 a person who is filled with the knowledge of God and the humility or the spirit of the fear of the Lord will begin to work through you. But it begins, it begins with the spirit of wisdom, doing the word. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Yeah. If you cannot do the word, the Holy Spirit is far from you. The main component, the beginning, the opening, that thing that should open the door. Because everyone knows something. Even if you have not read it, you know that you shouldn't sin. There are things that you've not read in the Bible, but you know that it's wrong. How many know something? Yeah. So there's even a knowledge. Apply it. And as you do, it's going to be a blessing to you. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. Listen to me. It's an encounter with the Holy Spirit. And it's coming over you as the spirit of wisdom. And the Bible says, the son, Joshua, the son of Nun, was full of the spirit of wisdom because Moses had laid his hands upon him. Hallelujah. That is what is going to happen tonight. Right now, I mean, it's, it's going to happen now. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to lay hands and the spirit of wisdom will come over your life. The wisdom of God that is responsible for mighty works. The principal thing, the main thing, your ability to see and perceive, hear and understand. Ability to read something and understand its implication and what it means. Hallelujah. And to do it. Lift your hands and begin to pray the Lord. Oh yes. May your spirit manifest. Oh yes. In me as the spirit of wisdom. I pray for it. In the name of Jesus. Everybody lift your hand. And begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lift your hand and pray. Pray for the Holy Spirit as the spirit of wisdom. The Lord, 
Grant me wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Tonight, somebody lift your voice. Lift your voice and pray. Quickly. Somebody lift your hands and begin to pray. Begin to pray. May wisdom, may wisdom, may wisdom, may the spirit of wisdom come over us. Oh, yes, Lord. Father, ah, we pray for wisdom. We ask for wisdom. We pray that we will win souls to be wise. But above all, Lord, tonight, let the impartation of wisdom like Moses laid his hands on Joshua and wisdom tonight I pray in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus everybody lift your hands lift your hands thank you Jesus Somebody lift your hands and begin to pray that Lord, tonight, don't pass me by. Oh yes, pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. Was on others. Mashantalabaya. Marundelibaba. Rimama. Rimomo. Tabaraba. Rondelibahata. Rondelibahata. Mashota bando lima sante. Mashota barababe. Hey, yaba rimama 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 rebaba Mosante rimota bandote Makotoba rinde Mashaka bandote briandese In the mighty name of Jesus In the mighty name of Jesus Father, we pray ah, for your spirit The spirit of wisdom The spirit of wisdom The spirit of wisdom Lord of oh God Mashaka laba Ronde liba, hata bando, ronde. Somebody pray like you mean it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Matota bando roka. Roshi bilibaba. Rimama rimu. Rimama riba. Jesus. Makotaba. Everybody lift your hands and pray. Everybody lift your hands and pray. Can I have the oil? Mashanta riando ronde liba. My God. Mota bando ronde. Lord, we pray, oh, for your wisdom. Tonight, Lord, somebody pray that, Lord, if a hand can touch me, oh, yes, and impart wisdom, may I be wise. May I be wise because you will lay your hands on me. Because, Lord, you will touch me. It is not the hand of a man. It's the hand of God coming over you, wherever you are. Mashanto ronde liba baribaya, masheka bando ronda riba, rika bariba ba, riba bariba ba, mashanta riande. Somebody lift your hands and begin to pray. Pray for wisdom. Say, Lord, I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive wisdom. Oh yes, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Mota bando ronde Father, in the mighty name. Everybody lift your hand. Everybody lift your hand. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, may this oil be a token of your presence. 
may it be a token of your presence. Ah, like Moses laid hands on Joshua and the spirit of wisdom came over him. So shall it be. Everyone that your hand comes over, Lord, tag them, Lord. Tag them, Lord. Tag them, Lord. Tag them, Lord. Let your wisdom be their portion. In the name of Jesus. Lay Masuta Listen to me. Listen to me. Look, it's not me coming to touch you. It's the hand of the Lord coming over you. Hallelujah. And one of the things, what is wisdom? Wisdom is how your mind works. Your mind interplays things. Are you there? And as the Lord touches you, you will begin to see fresh thoughts and your mind will begin to work in a way that you have not imagined. Hallelujah. You will never be the same as you came. Wisdom is coming to you. I say wisdom is coming to you. When you see things, you will interpret it in a way that will be beneficial. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you read the Isaiah chapter uh, 11, verse number 3, Bible says, when the spirit of wisdom and understanding, all this came over Jesus. He said he will not judge after the sight of his eye and will not reprove after the hearing. Do you understand? It's like you don't do things. You, you see beyond what is physical. You see beyond what is natural. Hallelujah. You are able to see beyond the physical. Something occurs to you. Something. And that is what is about to happen. Everyone, lift your two hands and pray intensely. The Lord, oh, touch me. I need your wisdom. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the wisdom. We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.